It's 2004, and a young boy is watching Ashley Giles bowling for England. There is no obvious reason why it is Giles who becomes an inspirational figure for him, but something clicks. Perhaps it's the rhythm of the approach, or the whir of the arms that's appealing. Perhaps it's just the sunglasses. When the boy learns to bowl, it is Giles's action he copies. Mirrors because the boy is right-handed. He wanders up to the crease, raises his non-bowling arm, and pulls it right across his body, looking to the left of the forearm. He bends his left wrist right back, so the palm faces the sky, just like his hero. As the action unfurls, the bowling arm is high and brushes his ear, just like you are always told it should. Then, in 2005, Shane Warne comes to England, along with the rest of the Australian team. It is cricket's golden summer, the year the nation falls back in love with the game, when cafes hum with the sound of Test Match Special, Jones, Bowden, and that is very good, fills the air. But for the boy, all the pageantry and redemption is irrelevant. The summer is about Warne. He watches the way Warne bowls with confusion. The amount of spin he gets on the ball is absurd. The way no English batsman is able to predict what will happen feels almost unfair, like it should be against the rules. The way Warne approaches the crease, level, slow and precise, is the opposite of Giles's vertical hop, skip and swivel. Watching wicket after wicket fall to Warne, the boy thinks he might be onto something. Perhaps, but only perhaps, this is a better model for a young leg spin bowler than Ashley Giles. So he goes out into the garden with a notebook and a pen, a ball and some stumps. He bowls delivery after delivery at the stumps with the old action, Giles's action, noting down whenever he hits the stumps. Then, after he's bowled a hundred deliveries with that action, he switches. Now he bowls a hundred deliveries with the new action, Warns action. This low, slow, round-armed approach, twisting the wrist. Every time he hits the stumps, he marks it down. Wandering back up the garden path, the notebook is telling a clear story. The rain may have made the ink run, but the results are obvious. The new, changed action is more effective. Armed with the new, worn-inspired action, Ben turns out for his cricket club under-11s in the next match and takes a hat-trick. From memory, the third and final victim, having never played the game before, was outstumped, having wandered down the pitch, unaware of the rules. It's a vindication for science, and somewhere in Ben's head, cogs have started to turn. Counting can make you a better cricketer. Collecting evidence can tell you things you didn't know. The same summer that Ben is counting leg breaks, Nathan is counting too. Counting steps, dropped passes, missed tackles, down in Tunbridge, Kent. In September, he starts his second season coaching the school's rugby first 15. He spends the holidays pulling apart every training drill, every practice, reorganising, redesigning. Every footstep is counted, every metre run. Distances and running lines are adjusted to get the maximum possible impact from the minimum possible distance covered and energy expended. Timings and number of players per station are tweaked 
to optimise recovery. Videos of old practices are dissected, so that the number of dropped passes, successful and failed attempts, can be adjusted, tuned into the magic sweet spot that will maximally accelerate skill acquisition. Every stray stride is cut, every ounce of unnecessary effort carved away, until the whole training programme is as lean and efficient as he knows how to make it. Again, there is a vindication of sorts. The team goes on to win every match they play for the next three years. Indirectly, it leads to him being recruited into Andy Flowers' England cricket setup. And at the same time that we were both counting in our different ways, other people had started to count too. That counting and the things they started to count are ultimately where this book began. Because it is around that time that the collection of serious data on international cricket started in earnest.